0: Hey you guys. So I recorded this um voice memo and I was going to do a formal video for it like I've done for the rest of the things on my um podcast. But for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel right um because it doesn't feel right to alter and edit what I feel like God is telling me to say in a way that's disingenuous almost. So um, yeah, I recorded this voice memo on August 24th and today is currently September 1st. Um, And I just wanna put it out because it was really on my heart that day and it's still on my heart today and then after what God has been revealing since it's a lot of this stuff is like it needs somewhere to go and it can't just stay with me so if it can benefit somebody else it might as well do what it's intended to do um I do want to say that I uh burped (laughs) in the in the audio so I just wanted to say, excuse me, first and foremost, because <laughs> it's kind of gross. But, you know, when you be in the moment, it just stuff just happens like that. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to keep you guys too long. I just want you to know why I recorded it, what I was thinking when I was recording it. And I guess you can kind of hear God showing me things as I was recording because that's kind of what it was um which he's revealed way more since then because he's pouring his spirit out so he man uh, it's a lot but anyway here is the um voice memo and it's called um i guess afghanistan and biblical prophecies um and i was gonna call it When I was going to do a formal video, I was going to call it um, Taliban Takeover. But it's not, it doesn't need to be in that format. So, yeah, here you guys go. What's happening in Afghanistan is biblical prophecy. Um, I remember I once heard someone say not to be afraid of um, what's going on um, in regards to the state of the world, they said that you should only be afraid or start to feel concerned when the church starts being attacked. And I remember the same person said something along the lines of, um, how when they were attacking political systems and protect, attacking certain people, that it wasn't a big deal. But when you noticed that that shift started to happen to the church, that that was a time when you need to be concerned. What happened in Afghanistan is tragic. The reason being because the Taliban has taken over. Not only that, but they forced the second largest church in Afghanistan to have to go underground. There's a spiritual war going on. And it's only going to get worse from here. So as people of God... We need to pay attention. God has revealed some things to me and I'm not allowed to speak on those things yet. But the timeline, I don't even think I can say that, but it's coming up quick. I just want people to be in preparation for what's to come. To start accumulating um, dry goods. A lot of dry goods. Food. Accumulate bottled water. Accumulate these things. Because there's going to come a time where it's going to be necessary. Now, I'm not going to say don't use any of it. But I'm saying right now, we need to focus. We need to focus as a church. We need to stop arguing semantics and we need to focus. Because the enemy has us turning against each other. Ephesians 6:12 says Oh, um for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places so instead of arguing with your brethren and sister in christ we need to focus on the enemy direct that energy that you're directing towards people onto the enemy because i guarantee you when you start seeing the things that are coming to unfold unfold it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be cute. It's not going to be easy. It's going to get scary. The things the things that we're going to have to experience are going to get scary. And if you're not in the right place with God, I don't know what to tell you. You need to get in the right place with God. It's not a joke. The stuff that's about to start happening is not a joke. And as for the leaders who are leading his sheep astray, there's a word for you out there, too. Because God's going to come down on you and he's going to come down on the prophets. And he's going to come down on the prophets that are speaking peace when there is no peace. Speaking words of all of these. And, you know, it's good. It's good right now we're we're in celebration mode. I get it. But there's going to come a time where people are preaching things and there has been a time previously where people have been preaching things that did not come out of the mouth of God. So we need to listen to God and speak on his behalf, not speak on people's fulfilling people's lustful desires or their their Things in this world that they want. Because at the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about God. It's about what God told us to do. What God tells us to say. These things happen in an order. There's an order to this this process. And you've got to learn the order. And God is accelerating people right now. I believe I'm one of the people he's accelerated in um, in these gifts, in the five-fold ministry. So I just wanted to say that, I guess. Don't know why. But yeah, can't talk in depth about what's really going on. But I know that some people have spoken out about it prematurely or maybe it was not premature for them, I don't know, but we have to be cautious about what we we're speaking because we may be oh I just got a little ping that maybe that the video that I saw she was supposed to release it because it provoked um it was the catalyst to um god letting me know that it was time for certain things to begin to take place so um but i say if you're not spirit-led and god's not telling you to say certain things you know i would a hundred percent agree with not speaking certain things if um that's what he's guiding you to do god has been telling me to be quiet and uh, it's really hard it's challenging because you want to warn people and you want to let them know what's to come 911 revelation 911 i see 911 on my clock right now so uh yeah i'm going to head out and um <laughs> yeah! I think I have a post actually that says something about, or a note on my phone that says something about uh, Revelation nine one one. So let me find that. Hold on, let me uh, save this before I forget. Open. Oops, I meant to say File, New, Document, and Paste. Yep, yeah, and then let me look. Okay. So let me see where it is, Revelation 911, because I know that God gave it to me a while ago. And when I see the numbers like that, or when I see something that I know God's given me like that, um, sometimes it'll relate with what, what I'm, um, with what he wants to be said, what he wants to do, or like a direction that he's already given me, so, Hmm. let me search it because yes it says i've been seeing stars on tiktok on 2021 and i specifically saw a star earlier and i said to myself what does the star mean i came across a facebook post with earlier with the horse in it and I sat with it a little longer than normal. God led me to a song earlier, let me hold you bow wow featuring Omarion. Um Yeah, I've been thinking about stars all morning and I I can't put my mind. I can't figure out what the stars mean, but God's been showing me the stars. So let me look up Revelation 911 so I can like Hear it. 11 revelation 9 one says in the king james version and they had a king over them which is the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in the hebrew tongue is abaddon but in the greek tongue hath his name apollyon Apollyon. Oh, my God. This is in Revelation 9. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven onto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Oh, wow, I've had dreams of this. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was at, as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses. Oh my God, Jesus, Father God, I'm sorry. It is hitting me because he's showing me these images months ago. And then I read, he, he just directed me to Revelation 9-11. And then I look and I start reading in my visions. Oh my God. Where was I? And the shapes of the locusts were like onto horses prepared onto battle. And on their faces were as it were crowns like gold. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold. And their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women. And their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breast, breastplates of iron and the sound of their wings. I just have to stop and say I talked to somebody on the phone last night and he said something about s- stars. And I kept thinking, I kept hearing like, okay. I kept noticing that stars kept coming up. And then um what did he say that's making this pop up? I don't know. I just kept thinking of stars. Where was I? And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions, and they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two more woes hereafter. Two woes more hereafter. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Last night I talked to somebody and he said the only book that he read in the Bible was Revelation. And I always said, I said that um, I tend to skip Revelation because like, you know, And I've read most of the Bible, but I haven't read uh, Revelation all the way through. And it's because I was always scared of it. Because everybody talk about how they used to use it and read it to people and make them try to scare people, hell scare people pretty much. But um, yeah, I just never read it because I was never... I never wanted to know about that stuff. But God is revealing it to me through visions. And I don't even understand. It just is coming to pass as I read. And then with the other stuff that he's revealed to me that's going to happen, it makes complete and perfect sense. But let me see. Um... And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for for to slay the third part of men. Yeah, oh my God. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand, And I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision and then that sat on them having breastplates of fire i just want to say i wrote this down february 19th of 2021 revelation this is what i wrote revelation nine i've been seeing stars and then i put on tiktok on 2021 and i specifically saw a star earlier and i said to myself what does the star mean I came across a Facebook post earlier with a horse in it, and I sat with it a little longer than normal. God led me to a song earlier, Let Me Hold You, Bow Wow featuring Omarion. I know I read that, but I'm just saying like when I wrote that was February of this year, February 19th at 9.13 p.m. Because I kept seeing the vision and did not know what it meant. And now I'm reading this. I've never read this before. Actually, I'm lying because I had I I think I read up to Revelation 7. But I couldn't I couldn't keep reading because I, I, yeah, I was it wasn't making sense and I was afraid a little bit. But this is killing me how not killing me, but this is like a lot. <laughs> and the number Okay, let me say, and thus I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and jacinth and brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. Oh my God, it goes back to my dream video and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone by these three Was the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths for their power is in their mouth and in their tails for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the work of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither they, neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries nor of their fornication nor of their thefts. Oh my God that hits my heart so heavily that hits my heart so heavily because it's prophesied that people aren't going to they're going to choose not to receive God and in all honesty that scares me more than anything that you could read in revelations revelation ooh let me pause God's been asking me all day today to get into his presence and I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Um, He's been asking me to read my word. I've been wanting to read my word, but haven't been able to really um, get myself in it for whatever reason. And I know that it's a spiritual attack, but um, one thing that he did just give me which is confirmed by a prophecy I, I heard from um, Dr. Le- Alexis, but it's also confirmed by something that, um, and if you don't know Dr. Alec- Alexis, she is very voiced in the prophetic, like she's well-versed. I always say that about people, they're well-versed in the prophetic, but it's it's true. Like there are people who are prophetic voices of God who are, very accurate to the point where they they prophesy you you could like there are certain prophetic voices where you can kind of like tell that there's like it's levels to this there's people who are like really deeply prophetic they may not even know because you know we all prophesy in part but they can have something like um They can just hear God in certain ways. And it's because of how much time I believe that you spend in his presence, that you spend seeking, that you spend, you know, studying to show yourself approved. Right. I'm, you know, I just came out of kind of just came out of a lukewarm lifestyle. So. Going from lukewarm to hot, sometimes there's like a wavering on the in between, right anyway, um uh, as I was sitting here, she said something that really stuck to me, Dr. Alexis, and she said something about uh three thirds in her prophecy, she said something about three thirds, like like three out of three and it reminded me of a dream not just a dream but a um something that happened i was living in um st louis when i had this dream and um i think i had it around christmas time what Sorry, I I just started reading um, something that I wrote like a long time ago, but I'm trying to find. Oh, oh, okay, yes, okay. I literally just found it. Okay, I wrote this December twelfth of twenty twenty at three oh one a.m. in the morning, and I remember I woke up really um, panicked because of the dream that I had it it literally scared me to death like I was so scared when I woke up and at that point I was still living with um um some people and my ex <laughs> oh this is I remember this oh wow I'm sorry okay let me finish this because God is revealing a lot right now. Anyway, okay. So I said, couldn't sleep, been struggling with falling asleep for days, fell asleep and was dreaming about helping people with their businesses. I wake up, but I'm in a state of sleep. I'm half in a state of sleep and awakeness. I start seeing a red light above me in one general direction. I kind of try to look away from it because it felt like hell to be honest but I avoided that direction and I started hearing a voice saying something along the lines of you're going to have a bunch of stuff and no god. This statement kind of jolted me out of that state of sleep into a state of being fully awake. I looked up at the ceiling and I see the fan but there's a shadow behind the fan and I start the fan, and I start to hear a very faint ticking. So faint, you wouldn't notice it if you weren't paying attention. And, ooh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I felt that. Okay, um, where was I? So faint, you wouldn't notice it if you weren't paying attention. And the shadow appears like a clock. And a lot of the time is gone, but it seems like there's about one third ish amount of time left. I saw another section when I looked over from the daughter of the people I was living with's room because I, can- I don't want to say her name. And there was a little bit of light peeking out from her nightlight. And it was a small sliver of a portion of time. I wake up and I tell my ex at the time about this to which he gets kind of upset with me for waking him up. Uh, I feel like I'm having a slight panic attack. So I go into the bathroom and proceed to cry a little bit because I started feeling like I needed to bear my cross. I called for God underneath my breath as I cried. Then I came out and I went in the kitchen to get some water. In the kitchen, I looked at a cup that was sitting on the counter and it said this. Faith isn't always a leap. Sometimes it's just one little step after another with lots of falling down and getting back up in between, which made me cry some more. I kept looking at the clock at 2.14 a.m. and I used that to find scripture. The scripture I got along with this was James uh, 2.14 through 26, um, which says faith and deeds. So, yeah. Um, read that, but what I'm really here for is another scripture that I saw. Um, because when I saw this, this goes with, um, the horses and the stars. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I put this in the voice memo of the last, um, note that I made but I'm gonna add it on to here because it it's a it it goes with it but it's in Revelation 9 12 and so I'm gonna read there's a commentary that comes with this um, summary it's like a commentary that comes with the verse and I like to read those sometimes because um, it can really open your eyes but what i saw was um i was sitting here not doing what i was supposed to do i looked at the clock and it was 9:12 um on the clock and so i looked up 9:12 because sometimes you know when i god gives me numbers like crazy and when i look at the numbers sometimes they correlate with something so um more times than not they correlate with something but it's Revelation 9, 12 in the New International Version. And it says the first woe is past. Two other woes are yet to come. And then in the commentary, it says the final verse of chapter eight. And this is on uh, com, by the way. It says the final verse of chapter eight warned that there were three trumpet judgments yet to come. Worse even than the first four. Chapter 9 so far has focused entirely on the 5th trumpet judgment, which is the first woe of those three. Two more, the 6th and 7th trumpet judgments, lie ahead. The word woe indicates severe suffering and distress. The tribulation is a seven-year period of severe end-time suffering and distress. The second half of this era, called the Great Tribulation, increases the severity of God's judgment, judgment on unbelievers as he pours out his wrath upon them. In his Olivet Discourse, Jesus advised righteous Jews to flee to the mountains when an idolatrous image stands in the holy place. He remarked pray that your flight may not be in winter or on a Sabbath for then there will be great tribulation such as not been from the beginning of the world until until now. No and never will be and that's in Matthew 24 verses chapter 24 verses 20 through 21. It says believers today should be extremely grateful that God has saved us from the wrath to come. First Thessalonians chapter one, verse 10. Now it says context summary and it goes with what I was hearing, which I don't, I don't know if this go, if I really don't know if I said this in the last video, but I'm, or in the last audio, but I'm seeing it again. That's why I'm stressing this. So because I wrote down and I can go back and read where I wrote it down. I wrote it on what I wrote it in February. What is what did it say? Stars. And it says something about TikTok. Where where is it? I literally just looked it up and I don't see it. Stars, TikTok, star. Let me look up TikTok because I know TikTok is in it. Yeah, Revelation 911. Okay. So maybe this is like goes with that. Cause that's Revelation 911. He's giving me 912 now. So it says Revelation 9 verses 7 through 12 more thoroughly describes the locust like beings which ascend from the bottomless pit. They appear like horses galloping into battle. They have something on their heads resembling crowns. Their faces are human-like. Their hair is like women's hair and they have teeth like lion's teeth. Their chests seem to be iron-plated and the noise of their wings sounds like chariots and horses horses rushing into battle. They torment humans for five months and their leader is Apolly- Apollon. Then it says Joel chapter 2 verses 1 through 11 prophecies prophesies an invasion of locusts sharing similarities to the description in this passage and adding details some suggest are references to modern machines of war and then it says chapter summary revelation 9 tells us that under the fifth trumpet judgment john sees a star fall from heaven to earth which is the devil this star is satan and he is given the key to the bottomless pit Using this key, Satan unleashes a plague of supernatural demons resembling locusts. They torment unbelievers for five months with such pain that people seek death unsuccessfully. They appear like horses prepared for battle and they have a king whose name is Apollon, meaning destroyer. Under the sixth trumpet judgment, John sees four angels released from the Euphrates River. Their release coincides with a horde of two Hundred million demonic mounted troops that kill a third of mankind however the survivors refuse to abandon their idolatry and to repent of their evil deeds this is biblical prophecy and it's happening right now and i'm just putting this out there because maybe somebody will hear it and it'll spark something in your spirit um but i know that people are being turned over to reprobate minds at an alarming rate. So I really don't know at this point, but I still think it's worth it to try to warn somebody who may listen. So yeah. I'm making one last recording to add on the end of this to clarify everything. So first and foremost, um, it is September 1st that I recorded the last part. Um, The middle part was on August 24th and it is September 1st when I recorded both the intro and this piece that I'm putting as the outro, right? Um, The reason that all of this stuff that I'm saying is important, whether or not you believe it or take it however you want to take it, it really doesn't matter. The point of the matter is God's given me visions of the end times. We are living in the times of biblical prophecies um i posted something recently on facebook and it talked about how people would and i saw this post i could never find the post again but i i have the link of the people.com um post on my facebook page but it talks about how all of these uh big events will happen that replicate biblical prophecies, but people will just, um, dismiss it as like random weird occurrences, but they're not putting it all together. Right. And it showed, um, millions of fish that died, um, that have, you know, been washed up on shores and it was millions of them. And, um, and then, it's God says in the Bible that in the last days he will pour out his spirit among all flesh and all people of all ages will prophesy, right? People of all ages will will receive his spirit, you know? And so, um, this is a time where he's, he's using his prophetic voices because they say, um, Somebody said it. I can't remember. I think it's in the Bible. Go look it up. I don't know. But somebody said that uh, God will alert his prophets before all of these things come to pass. Right. So, um. It just it's funny how I've had these dreams and I've had these visions and I've been writing them down. And if you don't believe me, you ain't got to believe me. But I got the notes and I got the date stamps and the time stamps on them. They're all on my computer. They're all on my phone. But I also know what I've seen with my own two eyes. There's dreams that I've been having since I was a child. Dreams that I've been having as a little girl. Not knowing nothing about the Bible at all, that are now coming to pass. So it's not a game. It's not a game. It's not a joke. Everything that's happening right now, it's prophesied in the Bible. What's happening with Biden right now, it's prophesied in the Bible. But the (sighs) and whatever. To be honest, it doesn't even matter what's happening in the political sense because that's not that. Honestly, what's going on, people focusing on right or left, it really doesn't matter. What really matters is your soul salvation because where are you going when you die? An- answer that because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people are turned over to reprobate minds. That's why they can go around outside and do whatever they want to do. Kill whoever they want to kill. do, Be murderous, be violent, not care have narcissistic spirits the reason people have those types of spirits is because they don't know God they don't have his spirit within them and after so long of him knocking on the door and you closing it in his face you know what he does he shuts that light off now you couldn't see him if you wanted to we need to get back to basic we need to get back to to the basics and the church ain't all right either. The church is a hospital for souls and most of the people in it are broken and they stay at the, the very first level of being a baby Christian and they never grow up into anything else. But there's levels in this. And as you as you get um, more mature in Christ, you'll start going up these levels. And God's accelerating his people right now. So you need to get in line or get out. But you can't be lukewarm, it says in the Bible that if you're in between uh you might he he doesn't like a um he wants you to be hot or cold if you're in between, that's considered cold- cold. I heard somebody say once that a lot of people don't consider um that a lot of people don't consider um of course, I would lose that as it's coming to me but <laughs> Lord, please, please bring that back because it was really important and I know the enemy trying to distract me because I'm staring at myself in the mirror right now. But um, <laughs> um, what did she say? Can't be lukewarm. Can't be lukewarm. Either hot or cold. You're either hot or cold and if you're cold... You're still cold. If you're lukewarm, you're still cold. And he will spew you from his mouth. I can't even remember what the girl said, but she said something. And it really sat with me. And maybe I'll remember it after I post this. But by then, I ain't even going to want to (laughs) add all of this because this is about to be long. And I apologize for whoever don't want to listen to it, but I really think you should. And yeah, actually, I don't apologize. Like, um, I wrote something a while ago, and I think it pertains in this situation. Um, And it's about accountability. So I'm going to look it up. Ooh, he wants me to fast. Okay, I see you. I see you, God, and I hear you. Um. Ah, <sighs> dang! Don't leave, cause I'm, 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 I'm almost done. I'm really almost done. I just have like a few more, like l- literally, have one more thing to say before I end this. And I have to look for it because I write everything down because I just can't not write stuff down. Um, I said, oh, I said your inability to allow God to cleanse your heart is going to be the thing that testifies against you. Your inability to allow God to cleanse your heart is going to be the very thing that testifies against you. When you stand before God, especially as a Christian, because you know the way of salvation, and it's a narrow path; it is not a wide open path. So you can't skate by into heaven. Even if you, even if you get saved, you can't skate by into heaven. Simple. It's 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 simple, and I'm not, and I can't. Man, he telling me like you can't be ashamed of the gospel. It's it's truth. God revealed to me way back when. But I'm going to say it because I'm I'm feeling like I need to say it. But you're not going to be able to skate into heaven being homosexual. You're not going to be able to skate into heaven um, fornicating, a.k.a. sleeping around. You're not going to be able to uh, skate into heaven adultering. None of those things are you going to be able to skate into heaven doing. And yeah, no sin is bigger than any other sin, right? But at the end of the day, like, this is serious. It's serious. It's a narrow path. So yeah, let me get up out of here.